You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Oh, welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And there's so many things about this space that I love. I know for many of you that listen to this podcast every day, you're like, I think Brian starts off every episode with like, so on this journey, or what do we love about this journey? But, you know, part of the, the beauty of the unknown, part of the fun about really the only limitations that we have are the ones that we set in our own minds when it comes to utility, types of projects, types of art, ways to use art, ways to deploy art, types of contracts. Like really, you know, in, in the weirdest of ways, <laughs> I actually think the technology that's currently available is the probably the most limiting component of NFT projects, right? Because there's a lot of things that I want to do within, you know, some NFT projects that I want to work through and, you know, the limitations might be the marketplace or, you know, offline capabilities or what we can do. And, and I know over time, you know, part of being an early adopter is those things will kind of come to life. But one of my favorite sayings is that limitations inspire creativity. Let me say that again. Limitations inspire creativity. I believe when we look at some of the limitations in our lives, look at some of the limitations that are presented to us, rather it be where we live, what we are financially able to do. For me, actually, funny enough, even with my AI art, you know, we're dropping our, our next collection. This is actually our last double collection of AI art um, that'll drop uh, this Friday, tomorrow, for those that are listening today. Um, and uh, I... I will tell you the other AI pieces that I'm working on right now. The funny thing is like the limitations are actually on my editing skills and knowledge. And and I'll just let you know, I'm, I have, I have blocked part of my weekend, most of my weekend this weekend um, to increasing my skill set around procreate and a couple of the Adobe tools so that I can tweak and edit some of these AI pieces that I've been working on. I have a, I have a collection that is saved to my desktop that uh, no one has actually seen yet. That is um, like a mat. The collection's growing. We're up over, I think we're over 40, maybe closer to 50 pieces in this collection that I'm building that I haven't you know, shared yet, but there's like some things that I want to edit or add or tweak. And I'm kind of limited by my own, <laughs> my own skills. But the other thing that I love to think about when it comes to, you know, limitations inspire creativity is, you know, I have a philosophy, it's called think like a fan, right? Which is, you know, put yourself in the shoes of your fan and ask yourself what, what they would want or how they would be treated. And sometimes think like a fan actually comes to life in the idea of, you know, what we're doing or how we're operating. Um, you know, I am very lucky that I'm afforded the luxury of being, you know, an entrepreneur, an influencer, someone that purchases things from influencers, someone that builds influencer strategies. 
and someone that's you know an NFT founder, an NFT podcaster, NFT collector, NFT and investor. So I kind of check almost all these boxes, but I will tell you, there's something that I love thinking about. And it's, you know, like if I'm given something or I I'm have the opportunity to partake in something, I like to think about it and say, what, what about that experience could be done differently or better or be improved on? And then I like to kind of, you know, advise my clients, my, you know, share with my audience, um, some of the things that, you know, that, that I believe can be really be done to make things better. And I have one for you here on the podcast. And funny enough, it's something that I, I know a couple project have implemented because I've given them um, this advice, but I want to share it publicly because I think it's something that will hopefully inspire you to think differently or, you know, expand your, your thoughts. And one of them is, you know, for a lot of collections, they'll do a, like a side collection where it is um, special one of ones for like celebrities, right? Like, hey, we're going to create our artist going to create a special one of one for Paris Hilton or a special one of one for Steve Aoki or for Gary Vaynerchuk or whatever that may be. And and I've been very blessed. You know, I think I'm up over 12. I think I have 12 or 13 um, custom one of ones that that people have made for me um, in different collections that I love, you know, that I hold, you know, dearly. Um, most recently is the AI Apes, you know, for those that were listening to the the interview. And if you haven't listened to that interview, please go back and listen to the interview I did uh, with Ken Gape, uh, uh, the founder and the artist behind uh, the AI Apes, um, and the or or some people call them the A Apes. Um, but uh, the the thing that is really cool about those one of ones is that like. It, it definitely makes you feel special. And I, I use them as my profile photo a lot. Um, actually, if you jump into our spatial, we did a, uh, we have a spatial metaverse land that we had customized uh, for that. You can see every NFT that we've purchased. You can go like walk down memory lane. You can see the NFTs that we've made. You can check out the founders passes and the super founders passes. Uh, even the proof of podcast listening NFTs are there. You can even check out our merch that is available in our spatial and we'll make sure that there's a link for that um, in the show notes down below. But the you know with with that being said, kind of like thinking about the you know the the spatial and and the different things um, that exist, and that's where I have my one of ones displayed for those that want to check out a couple of them. But one of the things I came up with is rather than giving one of ones, you know, outside of the collections, I actually love the idea of doing two of twos. So one of my limitation you know limitations inspire creativity. One of the things that's super cool is that when someone makes me a custom NFT, right? Like the the West Coast Customs team, they made me a Jeep and they modeled it literally like verbatim from the Jeep. Even the same stickers that are on my Jeep Wrangler, they made into this this amazing PFP. They're going to actually turn it into one of the the, the uh, cars in the game in the Meta Whips game that they're um, they're currently creating, and I absolutely love it. But one of the things that stinks about it is like, it's just for me, right? It's only for me. But one of the, the benefits of, of doing that, I look at these projects and I say, well, they should give that, that person another one, one they either give away, one to raise money for charity, one to you know sell into the collection. And I actually love when these pieces are actually part of the collection, right? So I know that this is kind of a, a touchy subject for some people because they don't like when the supply of a collection is increased, but one of the things that I like is that what if you were able to to like burn or to change the metadata or change the art for one of the pieces that are already in the collection, maybe that's in the vault, and you make it a two of two. And what I mean by that is you make 
you know, two copies of the exact same one. Maybe you tweak one thing on it and one of them goes to the person that it should be sent to. And then the other one can go to, to, to that same person or it could be raffled off kind of like in a fundraiser or advertising. And, and I think this even goes for offline. And I, I want to give a shout out to, to Brian Park. Brian uh, is a great artist in our community and a listener of the podcast. And uh, he was sharing in our DM group. And for those that are, that are interested, we have a community over on Twitter now. Um, that if you're interested in joining that, jump over there on Twitter. We'll put that link in the show notes as well. Hopefully, Drew is getting all these links uh, for the show notes. But um, you know, he was sharing some of his amazing art, and he is a crazy talented portrait. Uh, his he's just a crazy artist. I mean, really talented uh, across the board. And one of the things he was saying was like, you know, hey, should I make an NFT of this digitally after I sell the actual canvas piece? And what my answer was, was actually you should make two of twos. You should make one NFT that goes to whoever buys the canvas piece and then make a second one that is only digitally, only for the NFT itself. And to me, what this does is it allows you to kind of expand, but it also allows you to kind of have like kind of play into that exclusivity, but also making it a little bit more inclusive. The other thing I want people to think about is that when we're looking at like traits and properties on nfts we often are thinking about it in like in the now but something i've been thinking about a lot lately right when you go into OpenSea and you look at the properties that are that are listed some of the properties that we should be using should be things that are going to be memorable or kind of capture the moments of right now five years from now 10 years from now what i mean by that is i was looking at my baseball card collection here in my oop here in my office I just knocked over my big old box of baseball cards. Uh, I was looking at my baseball card uh, box, and it's funny because, like, when I'm looking at, uh, I have a, I have a complete set of 1986 uh, Don Russ uh, baseball cards, and you know it's cool because the box is like, you know, it's old, and even the marketing on it feels old and out of date. But the 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 cool part about it is even the stats that they used back then were so different than the stats they use today. Like, you know, things like on-base percentage versus, uh, or, you know, what is, what is their um, batting average with people in scoring position, right? Back then, you literally had like RBIs, home runs, stolen bases. Maybe you had singles, doubles, and triples, um, probably walks and strikeouts. But that was probably about it. And now there, there's the, the um, you know, what we actually capture is a, it's a plethora more of, of different data on these baseball cards. And so I actually don't think most collections are including enough properties that can really capture some of the things that we care about right now. And, and I think part of that is because we're like, well, what about if in the future that no longer matters? Well, no, what's funny about that is that actually makes it more, like more exclusive, right? Like it's like, you know, there's a baseball card that I own, one of the most expensive ones that I have. And funny enough, it's a Cal Ripken Jr. Um, baseball card, but it actually is when he walked, he, the picture was taken when he didn't have his uh, correct number Jersey on and they printed some baseball cards with it before they caught it. And I happen to own one of these Cal Ripken Jr. baseball cards that has his wrong. The only time he, uh, a baseball card has ever been printed with Cal Ripken Jr. And it has the wrong number on the back. He was wearing the wrong number for warmups uh, when the photo was taken. And I believe like in that collection, there's like 144 of each player, but there's only 11 of the ones with Cal Ripken Jr. wearing the wrong number. 
And so I, I say all that because I think this is another limitations inspire creativity because oftentimes we're limited by, you know, it says category and it says description and then it says like percentage. I would challenge everyone to get creative there in that box as well. So there's a couple ideas I wanted to throw out, you know, just some things for people to think about. I would also tell people when you're looking in collections, you know, don't often don't just look at like the rarity score. Look at certain components and say, okay, if I was going to ask myself, if I love this collection five years from now, what are some of the traits or properties that would jump out at me? There's a couple, there's a couple NFTs that I hold. And I was actually talking to, to Delphi Cat on our team about this the other day. There's some NFTs that I hold that I believe one day will all of a sudden be worth money because the collection, things that the collection did were so unique and so different that when we look back many years from now, those pieces are going to stand out. Even if the collection and the, and the community is now dormant, I believe we're going to see a shift and change where the nostalgia and like the uniqueness of the actual art of the way that the NFT is made, even the way that the NFT is actually titled is actually something that I love to look at. So these are all things that, you know, let's get creative with the ways that we deploy things and let's not fall into everything must be a a 10,000 piece or a one of one piece or everything has to have this many properties or we only can have this percentages. I really do think there are people that are be willing to push the envelope and try really creative things around the limitations we currently have are going to be projects and creators that are going to stand out for the noise. As always, my friends, I really do appreciate you. I appreciate you supporting my AI art drop. I, I'm a very proud NFT artist now and an AI artist, and I'm really working on some cool things, including if you are coming to London, if you are coming to London and you're coming to our meetup, we're having a meetup on November 2nd in London. We've teamed up with a couple of other groups, including our good friends over at Zealous. Make sure you come and find me and get the POOP. I, I created a custom POOP that is directly from my AI art. I created an AI art just for that piece. And then what we're going to do is we're going to, uh, everyone that will go there to collect the POOP, and then I'm going to drop a two of two. And what a, one person will be that will get that will get the art, you know, one of the people that actually get the POOP when they meet me in person will get that one of those one of one of the one of ones. And then I, we will actually auction off the second one. So to kind of commemorate that, um, that event and everything that's going on there. And maybe we'll, we'll set up a, a percentage of it, of it to raise funds uh, for one of the causes that I'm uh, working with as well. So I'm going to put this into action. We're going to drop our first uh, two of two uh, AI art collection and we're going to use the PO app, right? Hey, this is limitations inspire creativity. I am a fan of pressing the damn button because you don't know what works, my friends, until you try it. So if you're going to see you in London, I hope you'll get out a pot, one of those POAPs and you'll get a chance to win the raffle for one of the one of twos. And if you're not there in London, but you want to you capture that moment or you want to own one of my very first two of twos that I will drop, just keep your eyes out for that as we will drop that before November 11th and the, and the season finale. And I'll leave you with this. My friends, November 11th is coming. We are getting very close, 15 days away or so. But it is not the end. It'll just be the closing of season one, chapter one. We are all just getting started. NFT 365 is going nowhere. 
We are going to be doing bigger and better things. We got more people coming on the microphone. We got more creative formats for the podcast. We're going to do some creative things with some of the episodes in the past that were your favorites. So stick with us. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. If you haven't left us a review, please leave us a review. And as always, until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Getting Started with NFTs. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review. Like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. We are greater than me, and as always, this show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research.